Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 1st, and we've completed week four of 2021. January is now in the books. There are two main headlines this week. United Airlines held a business customer forum on Friday, January 29th. While there were many different topics being discussed during this forum, one of the key takeaways was that United Airlines has made it possible for travelers to upload all their documentation as it relates to COVID or other items like that. What United Airlines is looking to do is to make the process of a touchless end-to-end experience a lot easier. Within this Travel Ready Center, as they call it, they will be allowing travelers to upload information about their passport, any visa requirements that they might have, in addition to any of the documentations around the COVID-19 pandemic. This is intended to give the travelers a much more touchless experience while simultaneously allowing for those that are working at the airport to also have a touchless interaction with travelers as they handle all the different aspects of a trip. Also during the Business Customer Forum, United Airlines promoted the Commons Project Foundation with whom they've been working in creating a travel-ready center on their mobile app. The Commons Project Foundation has an initiative called the Vaccine Credential Initiative, which is a coalition of private and public partners that are committed to giving individuals digital access to their vaccination records using the open smart health card specification. What this basically means is that all travels will be able to have their health cards available to them in a digital format in their wallet apps and be able to present it with ease to any point of their travels whether it be internationally or domestically. I think this is a great move forward and it'll make the lives of travelers a lot better. Now for the second headline of the week. American Airlines had to cancel 230 flights after the FAA had grounded its regional partner, PSA Airlines, which operates American Eagle flights. PSA Airlines flies to 90 different airports throughout the US and is part of the American Airlines group. There was no early indication as to when the planes will be recertified, but the cancellations had to do with the Bombardier CRJ aircraft. This is an important news story that should be shared with all your travelers in your organization. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The U.S. now has a federal airplane mask mandate. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, and the Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, have issued an order mandating masks at airports and on planes. This new policy kicks in as of Monday, February 1st, 2021. Now, I have to say that in all the travels that I've been doing during the pandemic, I have seen in almost every scenario that travelers were wearing masks on aircrafts and in the airports. According to this mandate, airlines must use quote-unquote best efforts to ensure that people are wearing masks when boarding, disembarking, or for the duration of the trip. The exceptions are, of course, when you're eating, drinking, or taking medication, or when identifying yourself at the TSA checkpoint. This mandate, however, does not apply to children under the age of two and a person with a disability who cannot wear a mask, and this has to be defined based on how it's written in the Americans with Disabilities Act, 
As I mentioned earlier, in reality, all the airlines and airports were already doing this during the pandemic. So while this mask mandate is official, it doesn't really change very much at the airports, except that maybe now the employees will be able to refer to the federal mandate as opposed to just referring to their own airline mandate. North of the border, on Friday, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced that all international flights must land at only one of four airports in Canada. Vancouver, Toronto, Calgary, and Montreal made the list. Upon arrival, passengers are going to be required to take the COVID-19 test and quarantine in a designated hotel for up to three days at their own expense while they await the results. The Prime Minister Trudeau also says that the expected cost may be in excess of 2000 Canadian per traveler, which the traveler will have to pay, and this will be implemented as soon as possible. He also announced that the Canadian Airlines in Canada are going to be suspending all flights to the Caribbean and Mexico. This will go into effect on January 31st until April 30th to curb the spread of COVID-19. All the airlines in Canada followed that requirement, and as one WestJet president and CEO said, the government asked and we agreed. While we know that air travel is responsible for less than 2% of cases since the start of the crisis and even less today, the Canadian government had asked for this preliminary and precautionary measure and we have responded to the request and we will suspend the service to Mexico and the Caribbean. It is expected that Air Canada, WestJet, Sunswing and Air Transit have all agreed to cancelling their Caribbean and Mexico service effective Sunday. As of now, all the COVID testing requirements are for international travel, but there is some discussion within the Biden administration that they might be looking to introduce testing requirements for even those that are flying domestically within the U.S. If this is implemented, the policy will be similar to what is done with international travel, where you'll be required to submit a negative COVID test taken within three days of the trip. Many airline CEOs are saying that the COVID test for passengers for domestic flight is not feasible, fair, or needed. As one had said, it's wholly impractical. Another said it's a mistake. And another said a real goat rodeo. The president of JetBlue Airways bluntly said that the airline doesn't support this measure, while the CEO of American Airlines took a more diplomatic stand and said that testing for all passengers will be difficult and would have us testing Americans on airplanes when we know that they are safe to be on. It is not clear when, what, how we'd be asked to do that, Southwest President Tom Nealon said. It hasn't been floated to us and we haven't heard anything from regulators or others. It is very clear that American Airlines and JetBlue and Southwest, among with the rest of them, have no desire to have this COVID testing for domestic flights take place as it will definitely reduce travel. And that's one thing that the airlines do not want. 2021 will be filled with news of mergers, and new partnerships. Now this is one that I'm super excited about. Alaska Airlines will be joining the One World Alliance as of March 31st, 2021. Ahead of that, the airline has already announced some adjustments that it will be making to how mileage is earned and its fare classes. And while it has not made all the details clear, it has announced that there will be changes to how status is earned in 2021 and there will be an introduction of a new elite tier called 100K. Alaska Airlines has never had a tier above 75K, so this will definitely bring smiles to a lot of the Alaska Mileage Plan members. Details of all the changes will be shared on February 23rd, 2021, and we will keep you informed. To all the Alaska Airline flyers, welcome to the One World Alliance. We're glad to have you. Now this is something that might make some of you smile. Spirit Airlines has announced a new frequent flyer program called Free Spirit. 
I've never had a frequent flyer program with Spirit Airlines in the past, and nor have I ever flown them. But since this is a new program, I decided to sign up anyways. It is official now that IAG will move forward with its acquisition of Air Europa. Back in November 2019, IAG, the parent company of British Airways Iberia, had announced that it will be acquiring Air Europa at a $1 billion euro deal. Since then, of course, with the pandemic and the reduction of air travel, IAG is getting a bargain and has now renegotiated that purchase to 50% of that value. Not to mention that it will get up to six years to pay that money. I expect that there will be a lot more of these mergers and acquisitions as the year goes on. We'll keep you updated and informed as we hear about them. We can all use a little laugh. Let's move to the fun segment of the week. Someone had filmed a kangaroo flying aboard American Airlines flight out of Charlotte. You have to see how this kangaroo left the plane. A video of this event was captured, and it's definitely one that you want to check out. You can see the video at businesstravel360.com fun. Hope you enjoy it. Since this is the end of the month, I wanted to update you on my travels. This month, I have taken four flights, visited two cities, and stayed six nights at a hotel. Overall, the planes were full, and the hotels had people and services were limited, but everybody there was really great. My suggestion for all of you who can is to get back on the road, do it for leisure, and do it for fun. As long as you're being safe, you're wearing masks, and you're being smart, you'll be fine. So if you can, get out there, take a trip, and enjoy yourself. There's a lot of great deals and who knows for how long. And now I'd like to share with all of you my experiences with National Rent-A-Car. I really believe that National Rent-A-Car is the best of both worlds. As a business traveler, I always want to be able to book whatever car I want and drive whatever car I need at that moment in that city, depending on where I'm going and what I need to get done. From a company standpoint, the company always wants to spend the least amount of money as possible. With National Rent-A-Car, you can actually book a mid-sized car and allow your traveler to take any car off the lot. That is the most perfect situation that you can ever have. And you'll save money doing it and keeping your travel happy. So make sure you use them and make sure you use them all the time. Let's talk about amazing deals that you should take. Hilton Hotels has launched a fast track promotion where you can earn either gold status with Hilton or diamond elite status with Hilton until March 31st, 2023. That's right, 2023. How do you do it? Very simply, if you want to establish gold status, stay with them just five nights within the 90-day trial period, and you can have gold status until the year 2023. If you want to opt for the diamond status, which is what I will be doing, stay nine nights within the 90-day period, and you can get diamond status until March 31st, 2023. To request the status match offer, simply go to businesstravel360.com slash deals, or go to the website businesstravel360.com and click on deals, and all the details are right there for you to take advantage of. Be sure to do it before time runs out. The business travel industry is filled with events, and sometimes it's hard to tell which one is better and which one you should attend. There are two coming up in February that I definitely think you should circle on your calendar. On February 18th, NASA's Perseverance rover will be arriving on the planet Mars. After completing nearly 300 million miles, the rover actually lands on Mars on February 18th, and in order to reach the planet, it has to survive the final phase known as entry, descent, and landing. Be sure to tune in on February 18th to check out this amazing 
landing on Mars. The second event will be held on February 25th, 2021. The BTN Group will be hosting the Business Travel Show Europe kickoff. This is a full-day event that will be held virtually where you can attend educational and networking events throughout the day. Be sure to register in advance and you can check out both the events on our website at businesstravel360.com events or simply go to businesstravel360.com and click on events to get all the details. With that, thank you for joining us and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.